Hey, everyone. Hey. It's Lessons with Mike. I'm here with uh, Zach. Hey, what's up? Uh, by popular demand, we're going to play through another version of the campaign trail. And we're going to do 2016. But this time, we're doing it with a twist. And we're going to explain the twist once we get started. So the way the campaign trail works, it's an election simulation game where you can play through different scenarios and you try to win based on your candidates. So what we're going to do is a 2016 election four-way. And in this timeline... What happens is Rubio wins the Republican nomination and Donald Trump decides to run independent. And then Bernie Sanders also decides to run independent. So just to read off the description, Hillary Clinton, Marco Rubio, Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders face off in what is quickly becoming a very interesting election. When the Republican establishment got behind Marco Rubio in order to beat Donald Trump, Trump decided to run as a third party candidate, claiming the nomination was stolen from him. <laughs> After leaked emails showed apparent collaboration between the DNC and the Clinton campaign, Bernie Sanders has also decided to run, adding a fourth candidate to the race. While Clinton and Rubio try to keep this as a two-person race, Sanders and Trump hope to come up from behind. Many wonder about the election potentially going to the House. So we're going to play as Bernie. In the early Democratic primaries, Bernie performed well against Hillary, winning Iowa and New Hampshire. Clinton managed to win in the end, and Sanders gave her an endorsement, although it was a muted one. However, after the Democratic convention, leaked emails showed the DNC and Clinton campaign worked together to stop him from winning the nomination. Outraged, Sanders announced he would be the fourth major candidate running. Will Sanders try to appeal to the same base he did, or will he switch up his strategy now that circumstances have changed? Mm, interesting. So we got our first decision coming up. We got to pick our vice president. Okay, Here so are the who options. are the options? We have Tulsi Gabbard. Okay. Keith Ellison. And Ben Jealous. Have you ever been jealous before? <laughs> <laughs> Who even is Ben Jealous? I've never even heard of that man. Ben Jealous from Maryland was in charge of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People from 2008 to 2013. He has been considered one of the United States' most prominent civil rights leaders. Jealous's biggest flaw could, if you play your cards right, be an advantage. Jealous has never held elected office, and your advisors want someone who has in order to grant the campaign legitimacy. Picking jealous would definitely double down on your outsider credibility. I'm going to say no. No, no. See, here's what you need to go for. And this is not just for personal bias. You need to go for Tulsi Gabbard. Because, hear me out on this yeah. one. Okay. Tulsi Gabbard would be the first at this time female vice president mm -hmm. in U.S. history. You appeal to the female base. Hillary was very unpopular at that time. So you can't just have, you know, okay, we have, you know, somebody voting for her because, you know, she's a woman or anything like that because you have a second option. People didn't think they had a second option before. And many people said, oh, Bernie's sexist for running against a woman. If you pick a woman as your VP, that would get rid of some of that. So, yeah, we're going to go with Tulsi. And think about this with Tulsi, too. Tulsi was loyal to Bernie. That's true. Tulsi has always been a Bernie supporter. Mm -hmm. So Back you don't have to worry about somebody, you know, supporting you because they're going to get something from you. Mm -hmm. She liked him. Before she thought she could get anything mm -hmm. from him. She was, I think, one of the very few people to endorse him in 2016. Yep. Well, let's read Tulsi's little thing here. Tulsi Gabbard is a former soldier and currently a U.S. representative who has opposed the Democratic establishment throughout her career. She's everything you are not, a young woman of color who has served in the military. She could also help you in Hawaii, a state that many think you could win. However, she hasn't always been as progressive as you, and some of your advisors are worried about potential skeletons in her closet. We're going to get through it. We're picking her. All right. We're going to go normal winner-take-all method as it is in the real world. All right, 25 questions. You ready? Let's go. Just before the Democratic convention, several emails were leaked showing significant collaboration between the DNC and the Clinton campaign. 
As the convention comes to a chaotic end with your supporters staging a walkout, you are ready to announce your campaign. What will be the theme of your announcement speech? Option one, with Trump running, there is no chance of me being a spoiler. I'm a candidate that those on the left can feel good voting for instead of a candidate who is for the rich and powerful. Instead of the lesser of three evils, you can vote for the candidate you actually want to vote for. Option B, I'm a proud socialist. I support workers having a stake in companies. I support universal health care, free college, peace, and finally caring for the poor and downtrodden in this country. I am proud to be the leftist candidate in this election. Option three, seeing the state of the election before now, I fear what the race will look like with three candidates who I do not believe will lead this country into the progressive future it needs. I'm running for the people to have a truly progressive choice, and I think we can win. Option four, Marco Rubio, Hillary Clinton, they're both the choice of Wall Street, big oil, big pharma. Donald Trump isn't an outsider either. He's as corrupt as they come. I'm the only candidate who will be for the people, not for the rich. So if you're Bernie, mm -hmm. you have to appeal to your fan base. Okay. But you also have to try to appeal to outsiders mm -hmm. as well. Okay. So you've already got your fan base. They're going to be loyal to you regardless. Okay. Saying things like, you know, like the generic, well, they're, you know, the establishment, they're this, they're that, or whatever. That doesn't work, yeah. you know, because... That's not going to get any new people. You're yeah. preaching to the choir is yeah. all you're doing. Okay. So, and even if you're only talking about Trump, that doesn't work either because you're attacking, what, one of the yeah. other three people running? I think you really got to set the tone and really talk about some of your policies. So exactly. I'm, I'm going to think... Really option number two into the soda. yeah, yeah. Exactly you, you have to because in that way you're saying this is what i'm for this is what i want you're trying to appeal to other people mm -hmm. in the process and you're really clarifying your beliefs and really putting it out there so yeah let's go with option number two advisor feedback highlighting your leftism is a good way to appeal to your younger base of support but many of your moderate supporters like in the plains don't like this rhetoric well they're going to get over it Oh, wow. We didn't win Oklahoma's endorsement. <laughs> We're doomed. We'll Oklahoma. never win. All right. Question two. The FBI director has handed down a severe criticism of Clinton's email practices while Secretary of State, though he declined to recommend any indictments. Do you have any comment? Option A. Look, I don't think there is any crime here, but there is an important question of trust. This was an irresponsible move by Hillary, and I don't think it shows good judgment. Option two. I'm quite concerned about this particular episode. We don't know yet whether there was a crime or not, but you can be sure that a Sanders administration will be looking into this. Option three, I'd prefer, not, I'd prefer to focus on policies in this campaign. Does talking about Hillary's emails put food on the table? Does it help you pay for health care? The answer is no, it does not. So when you're running for president, one thing you have to do is you don't necessarily have to consistently attack somebody's character, but you have to point out their flaws. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the emails, no one knows what was in those emails. Yeah. Like, we just know there were a bunch of emails deleted, so you don't know if there was a crime or not. You can't say for a fact that there is because yeah. you really don't know. So I feel like in this scenario, wow, okay, option three sounds viable. It sounds nice. It but, sounds nice, yeah. but at the you same time. You can't be time, nice all the time. No, like you have right. to just be like, these are the facts. And I think in 2016 – when he said, we're sick of hearing about your damn emails, I think that was that was hurtful. You got to go on the attack sometimes. I, I feel like option one. I think so as well. You know, because option it's one. like, look, was there a crime? No, but it's bad judgment. Yeah. Okay. Advisor feedback. This is a decent middle ground, but most of your supporters don't care about Hillary's emails. Okay. But again, you're appealing. We're appealing to other people. Exactly. With just our supporters, we'll get maybe one state. But, yeah. All right, let's look at the math. Uh, we're playing on uh, normal difficulty, by the way. Okay. So here's the map. It looks like uh, Bernie is in the green, 
We're up ahead in Vermont, no surprise there. And we're up ahead in Rhode Island. All the other states look pretty close. It looks like... How's California looking? California has Hillary 36 and Bernie 25. California's going to be the big one. So you think we should campaign there? I think we should go campaign in California. There was a mass shooting at a gay nightclub in Orlando overnight perpetrated by a Muslim, resulting in 50 people killed. What is your reaction? Real quick, what does a shooting in Florida have to do with campaigning in California? We were campaigning when this happened. This is based on like real events that happened. I know, but that seems like if you're campaigning in Florida, this is a relevant question. <laughs> I think they're going to ask you no matter where you're campaigning. <laughs> That's fair. They might. Because this is a pretty significant deal. I mean, 50 people just shot and killed. That's true. All right. So option A, thoughts and prayers are not enough. Every American should be outraged that the assault rifles used in these attacks are freely available and affordable. We badly need gun control. Option two, we don't know yet the exact motives, but I condemn religious terrorism in the strongest terms if that is the motive. My heart especially goes out to the Hispanic and LGBT communities that were affected by this terrible act of violence. Option three, my heart goes out to the victims of the shooting. I'll be going to Orlando in the next couple of days to pay my respects. All right. Option three is a cop out. That is so generic. Press F in the chat. Like, Like option two just seems kind of stupid too because we know what the motives were yeah like it was very obvious what the motives were. it was very clear yeah, yeah. i think option one i'm gonna think so too because you can't you can't be like oh thoughts and prayers you can't be too against that because a lot of people take that the wrong way right but i think this strikes a good tone of saying that we have to do action we have to well. like that that's part of it but then we also have to do something about it yeah. all right yeah advisor feedback this has expected supporters and detractors okay whatever Next question. How would you like to address the candidacy of Donald Trump, who has been rising in the polls recently? Option A. Trump is not very important to address. I'd much prefer to attack Marco Rubio and Hillary Clinton rather than him. Option B. I will harshly attack Donald Trump. He is a corrupt far-right politician who tries to foment hatred against immigrants and other groups. He wants the rich to make even more money while the poor get nothing at all. Option three. Donald Trump is no outsider. He pays off politicians. He takes obscene tax breaks to make himself rich while harming the middle class and all of his own workers. Donald Trump is the swamp. Option four. I, of course, disagree with Donald Trump, but the establishment also conspired to make sure that he didn't win. That's what Clinton and the DNC did to me. That's what the establishment does to any candidate who's an outsider. We're the same in that regard. You have to do three. You think so? Option three. Because... You have to go after him, but you can't be like, well, we're all just one in the same, guys. Yeah, you can't say that. That's going to mess people you, up. You, yeah. you can't compare yourself to him, and you can't be like like with the, the Trump method, which is basically like the establishment hates me. You see what yeah. they did to mm-hmm. You can't do that because then you're not the same. But you also can't go too harsh on Donald Trump because everyone, you know, Jeb Bush tried that. You can't yeah. focus on one candidate. You to focus on all three of them. You have to focus on all three, and option one and two are just focusing out singular people. So we're going to go option three, and we're yep. going to see how that how that does for the polls. This might be a strategy that could net you some voters from Trump, if you can believe it. That's the goal. Okay, things are looking better. All right, so how's California looking California, now? we're up to 25%. Hillary at 34. Texas, we're in last place with 19. We, we were never going to win Texas. Yeah. We'd give up on Texas. We're actually really close in New Hampshire. We're at 25%. How's, how's, how's North Carolina North looking? North Carolina, we're in last place with 17%. I feel like North Carolina, because North Carolina is a purple state. Yeah, I think, but I don't know. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. We're going to North Carolina. What was your rationale behind selecting Tulsi Gabbard as your running mate? Option one, 
Tulsi has had great experience in the military and is a representative. She understands that the campaign is one of true progress and she'll be a great vice president. Option two, Tulsi has always been fighting against the establishment throughout her time as an elected official. She's a true progressive and I think she'll be a great vice president. I'm going to say, hey, yeah. you got to hammer in that military stuff. Yeah, especially in North Carolina with Fort Bragg. Oh, yeah. you got to hit gotta, that military. It's Fort Liberty now. <laughs> they change it? I think they did change it. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, we're going to go with that one. Pundits note your emphasis on Gabbard being in the military. Foreign policy is a bit of a weak spot for you. Good. That's, That's good. That's good. It. Yep. Yesterday, Senator Jeff Merkley had given you what many considered to be a soft endorsement. Today, he has officially endorsed you. Several other figures, such as Senator Patrick LaHaye, Representative Pramila Jayapal, and others have additionally decided to endorse you in the wake of that. This is great news for us. These are all committed progressives who have always fought for the right thing in this country. We'll be showcasing these endorsements a lot during the campaign. This is great news for us. We're going to be showcasing these endorsements a lot in order to grant some much-needed legitimacy. So I feel like these are the same. The only difference is that option one talks about how they're progressives and option two doesn't talk yeah. about that. And like that's kind of like what you're trying to say is we are yeah, so, progressive, which in some place like North Carolina works. Because when you say progressive, that's a broad term, mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem like you're just, you know, like the, the generic blue haired liberal. Yeah. Like it seems like you actually want progress and you're trying to make it happen. So we'll go with option A. Yeah. The endorsements are definitely helping you in the polls. Good, good. Okay. Okay. So what'd that end up doing? We're up a little bit in California. We're up to 26. North Carolina, we went up to 18. Okay. And it looks like we're leading in New Hampshire right now. I think we can definitely win a lot of these states here. What's what's Florida? I'm curious because Florida's leaning We're at blue, 11%. <laughs> which is just bizarre because Rubio's from Florida. That is bizarre. Yeah. So I think that'll change. But I think we should go somewhere. We can probably wait, flip. wait, wait. Where was that? What we, was that? Texas? Yeah, that's Texas. We're at twenty percent in Texas. Howard, do it's all. It's twenty Sanders leading is twenty seven Rubio. Do we go to Texas? Let's go to Texas. I I think get your cowboy hat ready. All right, let's go, boys. Bernie Sanders wins Texas. Let's make it happen. There has been a violent terrorist attack in Nice today resulting in the deaths of almost 100 people. How will you address this? My heart goes out to those affected. My thoughts and prayers are with the great nation of France as they deal with this tragedy. My heart goes out to the victims. I will give a speech in a few days about the importance of tolerance and diversity. My heart goes out to the victims. I will give a speech about the importance of defeating ISIS and religious extremism in all of its forms. Option two is a terrible response. Yeah, two it's, is terrible. It's just bland. Like no. One, I think, is solid. You know, Because, I mean, it's like you're acknowledging it and everything. I think three is the best. Three, especially at that time, yeah. ISIS was the thing that everybody was terrified because of. that's what got Trump a huge boost. Because yeah. no one else would, you know. So As we'll he said, I'm going to bomb the hell out of him. He did say that. Yeah. Yep. So let's see how that affects us. Pundits note the surprisingly strong tone of your speech about ISIS. Also, I'd like to. I have a question. Why is Steve Bannon one of our advisors? I don't. Who's that other guy? I have no idea. Who that I've guy seen is. him before. We'll have to do a, a Google image search. And search that out. A reverse image <laughs> search. All right. Is there a particular group or area you want to target as you campaign? The Plains voters who voted for me in the primaries are a key group. Let's target those voters. I think I'll just run my campaign without targeting any particular group. Let's really lock down those New England voters who voted for me in the primaries. If we win these states, we'll really make a mark in the election. I think we should be investing a lot of resources in Latino communities in the Southwest. This is a group I can do quite well with, and winning some of these states would be great for our campaign. So... 
option one is a bad idea. Yeah, because there's not enough Cause votes planes, there. You, you don't get enough electoral votes. Yeah, and those are very solidly Republican areas. And you have to target some particular group. Yeah. Okay. Now, option four is interesting to me because, number one, the Latinos are not voting for Trump in the Southwest. No. That's not happening. They may vote for Rubio because it's kind of like a he is also yeah, Latino. Yeah. At the same time... I, that, I, that's a that's a big category, and if you're able to make inroads with that calorie, you're taking away a lot of votes from Hillary that are going only to you because they're not going to go to anyone else. Because New England, you're I, I think he yeah I think New England's pretty in safe. Lot. I think it's yeah. like fifty fifty. You don't win a whole Hillary. lot from New England. Like, with Arizona, New Mexico, California, Texas, that could be a big flip. So we're going to do with that for sure. And look at that in Texas, we're up to twenty one. Look at that, and you you you. Uh, Rubio was 27. He's now 26 now. Okay. You, you've you closed that lead yeah. there. We're in the lead in Hawaii. Which you're going to win Hawaii because yeah, of Tulsi. That one. And look at that. We're now in 27% in California. Look at that. We're going to actually win California. We're going to do it, guys. All right. Where should we campaign? I probably think we should do something around here. Like, which one of these are we the highest in? Wait, what's this one? West Virginia? West Virginia ain't, but why is Clinton not on there? Because she's got such a low number, it doesn't register. <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, what about Virginia? Virginia? Virginia, we have Hillary 33, Trump 25, Rubio 24, Sanders Because Virginia is a little bit of a purple state, too. Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Your running mate, Tulsi Gabbard, has been attacked for past conservative opinions on things like gay marriage by many liberals. Even more controversially, she was raised in the Harry Krishna movement, scrutinized by some anti-cult figures. What will you do? Option A, let's have Tulsi do a sit-down interview with the Washington Post where she'll, where, where she'll explain in detail what it was like growing up in the Hare Krishna movement and how it has affected her as an adult. I'm confident this will settle the issue. Tulsi was a great choice, but right now we might want to have her campaigning a bit less until this blows over. Let's have Tulsi do a sit-down interview where she'll explain in detail what it was like growing up. Okay, so these are the same option. Yeah. Yeah, these are all the same. So do we want to do an interview? I think we I think we got to have an interview happen. I think we got to do an interview. Yeah. We can't just brush it over the rug. It's going to make us seem like we don't support her, so we got to do an interview. Yeah. The interview was a disaster. Oh, no. <laughs> Tulsi contradicted herself several times and came out looking worse than before. This is bad for your campaign. That's all right. We're going we're gonna to recover from this. What's your plan in regards to economics generally? We have to moderate our rhetoric on this issue a bit. I support raising the minimum wage and taxes on the rich, but we might want to moderate on parts about worker ownership and breaking up companies. I support unions. I support raising taxes on the rich. I support raising the minimum wage to 15 an hour. I support breaking up trust and monopolies. I'm a proud progressive on economics. I'm a proud socialist. I support workplace democracy. I support a large welfare state to protect all the poor and downtrodden in the country. I will pay for this by taxing big companies and the rich. Option two is better. Absolutely. Because socialist is a scary word. We don't progressive want to is not. Yeah. If you say you're a socialist, you can say goodbye to Florida. But we're going to go with option two. I think that's the best case. These are pretty standard progressive positions on economics. Well, good. Okay, let's see how we're doing in California. 26 in California. Oh, we're not doing too good in Arizona. Well, yeah, you weren't going to win in Arizona. What, what's New Mexico looking like? New Mexico, we're at we're at 20% in New Mexico. I mean, if, you're, if your goal is to get the Latino vote. I think. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. What is your position on abortion? Ever a hot button issue? I prefer not to talk about a lot of social issues that are part of the culture war. If we make this campaign about our popular economic positions, we will perform well. I support a woman's right to choose and federal funding for abortions, and I oppose attempts by Republicans to restrict abortion. 
I support a right to choose, but I'm open to trying to preventing late-term abortions. As president, I would be open to signing legislation banning the practice. I'm strongly opposed at attempts by Republicans to control women's reproductive destiny, and I strongly believe we need to protect the right to choose on a nationwide level while getting rid of things like the Hyde Amendment. So you can't ignore it. Because that's going to make it you seem indecisive if you ignore it. You but you have can't opposition. be too extreme because then you're going to alienate people. Like you wouldn't get Rubio and Trump supporters on your yeah. side. Like that would never that would never work. But if you – I'm going to say D because that makes you the most liberal on abortion. And that's going to get all the women, all the liberal women, all the Democrats. They're going to switch from Hillary to you if you pick that one. I think this one here, option three – where you talk about preventing late-term abortions, I think that's going to make everyone mad. Well, I think it depends on how you view it. Yeah. Is that a popular choice? Mm -hmm. Or we can just keep it simple. I support a woman's right to choose, and I oppose attempts by Republicans. Let's just keep it it's, simple. It's just simple and, yeah. you know. This is a standard position on abortion for most Democrats and liberals. Yeah. All right, next question. How do you feel about trade deals like NAFTA and TPP, and what is your position on trade? I do not support TPP because I think it won't protect American workers from losing their jobs. As president, my administration would fight for fair trade. I will run a protectionist administration when I'm elected. I was against TPP. I was against NAFTA. I'm against any deal that would hurt American workers. I support free trade. I've been a supporter of free trade. I voted against TPP because I wanted to make sure we protected American workers in that deal. Option two. Yeah. Gotta be option two. Yeah, like. Because that's Bernie's big thing is like these trade deals hurt people. Yeah. Americans especially. So we're going to do that. And I think that helped us a good bit. Texas, we're up to 21. California, we're up to 27. Hey. We could flip it. Look at that. Wisconsin, we're doing pretty good in Wisconsin. Want to go to Wisconsin? Let's go to Wisconsin. That's something random. We're at 23, and Trump's only at 26. We could take Wisconsin. Do you stand by your position on raising the minimum wage to 15 an hour? I strongly support a minimum wage of 15 an hour, hopefully more. We need every worker in this company to be paid enough to live a good life. Yes, I do. We need to pay every worker a living wage, and that means paying every worker at minimum 15 an hour. Most Democrats, other than Clinton, support a minimum wage of 15 an hour. We should be talking more about universal health care and other issues. Hmm, this is a tricky one. Yeah, because I feel like if you say something like, um, what was it, option two, where it was like, a minimum, if not higher. Because you can't be saying stuff that's too high. Yeah, because that'll be... Then it just gets too crazy. But I know. think if you shift the focus to healthcare, I think that's something you're really popular with. Yeah, and especially if you're just like, well, you know, like everybody supports it except her, because yeah. you have to kind of attack people. And that on is this. kind of an attack, so that's yeah. that's good. Most Democrats, other than Clinton, supporting it is why you should talk about it. Come on, I thought we were. Oh well. What are the next steps that the United States should take to combat global warming? I will put significant effort into cutting emissions, working with our global partners, and increasing the funding of our scientific institutions. As president, I will work very hard to fight climate change. I, of course, support fighting climate change, but I think we should talk more about health care and the minimum wage. The Republicans and Donald Trump want to pull us out of the Paris Accords, turn a coal loose in the country, and take us back decades when it comes to environmental regulation. Clinton won't fight for it hard enough, but I will make sure we prevent climate change as much as possible. We need a Green New Deal. Global warming is the great challenge of our era. We need to make every investment we can to combat it. And furthermore, we need to make some big changes on our current economic and environmental regulations. Okay. So option three just doesn't. It just doesn't work. No. Because you're not going to get – you're not going to get – Anyone more. in the Midwest, they're going to turn on you for that. Yeah, because it's just like, okay, we can't use coal. Well, what's your solution then? Yeah. You, you can't do that. I think working with the global partners, increasing scientific funding, that seems good. It seems generic, but, you know, basic enough. Yeah. 
This is a standard liberal answer. Okay, that's what we're going for. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> okay, look in California, we're up to twenty six. Wisconsin, we're up to twenty two. That's a very close state. Too. Alaska's getting close. A lot of them are getting close. We're gonna have a quick ad break, and then we'll be back. All right, and we're back. So where are we going to campaign? Looks like South Carolina. Oh, we're actually all yeah, we're dead last. What about what's uh, what's going on up here? What about New York? How are we New looking York? at New York? Twenty three to well, Hillary's from there a little bit, so yeah, well, this Trump and Hillary are both from there. We could probably get um, let's get Massachusetts. We're pretty close there. Yeah, let's do that. How do you plan to address health care, and do you continue to support universal health care? I don't really think we should talk about Medicare for all that much. Raising taxes is unpopular. I prefer to focus on things like raising the minimum wage. I support a path to universal health care via Medicare for all very strongly. I'll bring it up every single day, all the time. This is a very good program to run on. As president, I want to pass Medicare for all, which would provide every American health care free of charge. I'd have to raise taxes to pay for it, but that would be canceled out by Americans no longer having to pay for health care expenses. I obviously support Medicare for all, but we need to moderate. If we can't pass Medicare for all, I'd be open to pursuing a public option. I think option three is the most reasonable. Absolutely. Because you're saying this is what we have to do, but it'll save you money. Because you have to, if you don't acknowledge it or kind of like dance around it. it. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, you're going to have to raise taxes. No, I won't. Look, I'd be okay paying higher taxes if I had free health care. I think most people would. But uh, yeah, we're going to do option three. This is the centerpiece of your campaign. And although it is a leftist position, the public is fairly supportive of Medicare for all. Many elections for the House and Senate are this year. Will you endorse Democratic candidates down ballot? If I get to Washington and Republicans have Congress, what laws can I pass? Many Democrats are bad, but better than Republicans. So down ballot, I'll be I'll avoid endorsing third party candidates if they don't have a chance of winning. I'll of course endorse Democrats down ballot. Why wouldn't I? My problem is with the establishment and the other three candidates, not the Democrats as a whole. And besides, why would I want a Republican Congress? I am completely done with the Democratic Party. I'd hope everyone who supports me leaves the Democratic Party, and if someone wants my endorsement, they'd have to do the same. No way. I want to send a message to the political establishment that we've had enough. I'll endorse Green Party candidates down ballot unless the Democrat has endorsed me. Two. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. you can't say three, because that's going to alienate a bunch of people. Yep. And if these people, if you remember, endorsed you a while ago. A bunch yeah, of them there were people that did endorse them. So we're going to say option two. Many Green Party social media pages are enraged at your supposed betrayal. The progressives who are hesitant about your campaign are happy. Some Democrats have rejected your endorsement, though. Okay, who cares about the Green Party? What do they matter? All four of them. Yeah, we're up to 26 now in California. We're up to 30. I think we can win California if we keep at it, so. Unions typically support the Democratic Party, but many are considering endorsing your campaign. How much do you want to make unions a part of your campaign? I have always strongly supported organized labor, whether it be as mayor of Burlington, as a congressman, as a senator, I'll do the same as president. Democrats have already Democrats already have most of organized labor behind them. Unfortunately, I don't think these gettable endorse I don't think these are gettable endorsements. I'm going to be fighting right to work laws very strongly. I'll pass several laws to restore the full power of organized labor. If one. I was thinking three. You gotta go hard in on this. Yeah. Two is terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. You gotta at least try. Yeah. And you got to show that you're better than the Democrats. So this works just as planned as many unions have decided to endorse you. And they are essentially an arm of your campaign in many areas. Let's go. A shocking leak to TMZ seems to show Marco Rubio sending a scandalous selfie to a model on Instagram. What do you want to do? Obviously, nobody wants to see their politicians naked, but this doesn't seem like the biggest issue to me. I'd prefer to talk about policy in the election. Besides, it's not confirmed that this is real. 
I think there's a lot of hypocrisy here. Rubio claims to be a Christian with family values, then does something like this. It really says something about him, I think. That's tough. Because if you don't know if it's real... You can't, you can't really say that. If there's I, doubt about it, you can't say that it's, if it's real. Yeah, because then it just makes you yeah. look stupid. I think option one. Within hours, people figured out the whole scandal was fake and Rubio never sent any photos. This was a good response. Yeah. Look at us. Okay, California, we're up to 27. So close. Man, we're not doing well, though. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It looks like Elizabeth Warren will be making an announcement today about the presidential race. I hope she's decided to endorse us. She has indeed decided to endorse you. This gives you a boost in Massachusetts and nationwide. Interesting. Do you plan to participate in the debates with your other opponents? Yes, of course. I would much prefer to have rallies to directly make my case to the people. Now you got to debate. Yeah. Got to debate. According to post-debate polls, most voters agree Marco Rubio won. This helps his campaign. Well, at least we didn't come out losing. We're at 28 now in California, so it's close. Yeah, it's very And it looks close. like we got Massachusetts on lock now. 33-34 Massachusetts. We definitely have New Hampshire. Yeah, we have most New England. So let's let's stick in California. Well, actually, how are we doing in Washington? Oh, we're, we're actually tied. Oh, we got to go to Washington. To. Yep. A video surfaced of Trump describing how he tried to seduce a married woman and how he can generally kiss women or grab them by the pussy. 14 women have also stepped forward to accuse him of assault. What is your response? This video clip is just one more piece of evidence that Donald Trump is a fake conservative who doesn't share Christian values. Of course, it also shows yet again how grossly unqualified Trump is to serve as president. Option B. As bad as it is, this clip is just part of an even larger pattern. His insinuations about Miss Universe contestants, his strange statements about his own daughter, there's this bizarre video where he fondles Rudy Giuliani in drag. Option three. This clip will show up all over the news and the internet for days. Let's continue to make our own case. Option four. Donald Trump and his supporters claim this was just locker room talk. I've been in plenty of locker rooms, and I can assure you that this is not the case at all. It's got to be B. Yeah. It's got to be Yeah, yeah. Because, like, that's just, like, highlighting all the other weird... Yeah, and it takes it to your advantage. Yeah. Because you can't say, like, the thing about, oh, him not being a Christian, because Because Bernie's not a Christian. Yeah, you're Jewish. Yeah, like, that doesn't work. So, honestly, because think about it. If they're not going to vote for Trump, they're going to turn to you because they're not going to vote for Hillary or, or Marco. Or yeah, because they think he's an establishment. Trump's com- comments dominate the airwaves for several days and bring condemnation from many notable conservatives. A leaked transcript from WikiLeaks shows Clinton saying in a closed-door speech at Goldman Sachs that she is center-left, center-right, and she supports open trade and open borders. How do you respond? Clinton's ties to Goldman Sachs and other companies is very concerning. It really makes you wonder how progressive her administration will be. If it is really true that Russia collaborated to release this information about Hillary Clinton's private speeches to Goldman Sachs, then I completely denounce these leaks. This shows how Hillary is no progressive. She's a centrist who wants to screw over American workers while doing nothing for progress. See. See, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You gotta hammer it down, man. Because like Hillary's the one in lead. Like you have to you go gotta after hammer it, yeah. for sure. After days of Trump scrabbed them by the pussy comments dominating the news, this story begins to move on to other things, not the least of which is these leaks. Okay, Washington, we're doing good. We're close. We're about to win Maine, too, it looks like. Doing really good in South Carolina, or not, uh, California. California. Yeah, we're doing real bad in South Carolina, actually. Well, I mean, yeah, that was kind of expected. Ooh, we could actually win Wisconsin, it looks like, and Michigan. Well, yeah, let's go to Michigan. We haven't gotten to Michigan yet. What message do you want to focus on now that you're nearing the end of the campaign? I'm a proud progressive. I want to fight to give every American health care college and a living wage. If you're a leftist, I'm the best candidate here. I'm a true outsider, free from financial interests, unlike the other candidates. As president, I will fight corruption, fight the two parties, and fight for the American worker. 
Let's attack all the other candidates. Hillary is untrustable and a corrupt centrist. Rubio wants to cut Medicare and Social Security, and Trump is just like Rubio, except he sexually assaults women. (laughs) (laughs) Option four. Is Trump just Rubio with a high libido? (laughs) (laughs) Option four. Our current message has worked pretty well. I don't want to change anything up. Either B or C. I think sure. C yeah. because that's like you're getting to the end and you're saying this is this is why these are people are bad and this is why I'm good. Mm-hmm. Let's go. If nothing else, the campaign has certainly had many harsh attacks between the candidates. James Comey, FBI director, has made a late announcement that additional emails have surfaced in Clinton's case thanks to an investigation into Anthony Weiner. What are your thoughts? I don't want to speculate on any potential evidence that could be in her emails. I want to focus on my agenda during the closing stretch of this election. It's not at all unfair to be concerned by this. When you vote this November, I will await further announcements about this case from Comey in the future. I think B. Yeah, you got You can't be like too pushy, but you got to say, yeah, you, you have a right to be concerned. After a few days, Comey does announce that no new evidence was found. However, there was a definite effect on polls as early voting began. Oh, look at that. That really helped us. Yeah. We have Washington in the lead. Maine were tied. Connecticut were tied. Michigan were in the lead. Minnesota were in the lead. We're tied in Wisconsin. Doing pretty well, actually. We got Colorado. And California, we could win. We can really do it. We're close. All right. So. We, this is our last, last, last one. Last go around. Do we? How, how close are we in California? 29-31. We're only back. Oh, I think we got to do, do it because it. if you don't win California, you're we done. We can win if we get California. Yeah. Where will you spend the final day of your campaign? The West, especially the Southwest. It's a very important area. We'll make two very short stops in Washington and Oregon before spending the rest of the day in California and Nevada. We're going to visit Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. These are very good states for us in the primaries. I'm confident we can win. I think the states in the plains are very promising. We'll go to Iowa and Why Minnesota. the plains? you got to get that Oklahoma vote, man. you got to do it. <laughs> Let's try to lock down New England. I want to visit Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. So we already have New England. Yeah, plains. You were never going to yeah. win the plains. And these states here, I don't think – I think we've already got Wisconsin and Michigan, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a big state, yeah. but I, I don't I think, think we got to do got southwest. Yeah. got to do southwest. Election night has arrived. All right, here we go. All right, let's go. See what we got. Results are coming in. Any second now. 6% complete. Oh, man. The suspense. The anticipation. Oh, we just won Vermont. Oh, look at that. We're on the board before anyone else. An early lead by Bernie (laughs) Sanders. Uh Uh-oh. Trump took Indiana and West Virginia. Hillary has regular Virginia. (laughs) Regular Virginia. Oh, Hillary got Georgia somehow and Maryland and Delaware. Rubio Uh, gets Ohio. Oh, oh, man. It's going to be close. Ooh, we just got Rhode Island. Clinton gets New Jersey and Illinois. Trump gets Oklahoma. But the Plains, Michael, we messed up with the Plains. We should have gone to the Plains. Hillary gets New York and Connecticut. We got New Hampshire. Let's go. We got New- Marco gets Utah and Arizona. Trump got a bunch of states in the South and South Dakota, Indiana, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi. Oh, Trump got Pennsylvania. Wow. Marco gets South Carolina. Trump gets all the plain states, it looks like. What? We lost Wisconsin. I thought we had that one. Yeah, I thought we did too. We got oh, Michigan. Michigan. We got oh, Michigan and Maine. Oh, look at that. We got Michigan and Maine. We can still. Oh, we lost California. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was uh, a good fight. We did our best, guys. We win Washington. We win Hawaii. I think Hillary's gonna win. 
Yeah. Yeah, she'll probably she might not get to two seventy. Yeah, Hillary wins Florida, Trump wins Texas, Hillary wins Colorado, Trump wins Alaska. So let's well, go to the final results. Well. The election is going to the House, and since you've missed the top three, you and your running mate are left out. It seems your primary opponent will be the next president, as the House will split the right-wing votes it has between Rubio and Trump, giving it to him. However, seeing as Republicans control the House by a healthy margin, with enough coordination, this could be a Republican win. Despite this setback, you have many options. Your progressive movement certainly will make the establishment Democrats notice, and your Senate seat will allow you to be the forefront of the Clinton Congress. Let's hope your influence causes her to pivot to the left. So, final results... Hillary Clinton came in first place, 251 electoral votes, 38 million popular votes. Donald Trump, 133 electoral votes, 33.5 million popular votes. Marco, 96 electoral votes, 35 million popular votes. And in last place, Bernie, we didn't do very good. We did horrible. We got 58 electoral you results. You know what that was? That was, that was the DNC. It was. Cheating they again. It. They rigged it again. I don't know why they keep doing this, but if we look at the map, Let's look at the map. We did pretty good. We got Michigan. I can't wait till January 6th when the Bernie Sanders supporters <laughs> stormed the White House. <laughs> oh, man. We did pretty good. We won a lot of New England. We got Hawaii. No, most of New England. Yeah. We got Michigan and Washington. Yeah. Let's look at the closest states. Result by states. Few states by closest. Closest Bernie states. Okay, so Alaska was the closest state. Trump won that by about 400 votes. We came in second in Colorado. We almost won Colorado. Yeah, by like 4,000 votes. Dang. Yeah, that was a close one. Just think, how far are we in California? Well, pretty far, it looks like. Yeah, we lost California by about 400,000 votes. Oh, well. Well, thanks for listening. Tune in next time as we uh, try to win with someone else. <laughs> Maybe we'll win next Maybe time. We haven't. Well, we're 0 for 2. We're 0 in 2, you yeah. know. But one thing I like about this game is you learn a lot. And, like, remember when we played the, I think it was 90, no, wait. Yeah, we ran as uh, Clinton yeah. and uh, Mondale. Mondale, yeah. yeah. These, these little simulations, they teach you a lot about history if you're not aware with it. And, uh, yeah, so I think next time we'll have to try. Uh, Henry Kissinger? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I could morally justify myself doing that. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.